0: Hello and welcome to this episode of the Sports Council Podcast. I am your host Matt, and I am here alongside Gav and G for this episode of the show. We are nearly a month into the season, and it's time for some players to face the music. We will let you know who should be on the chopping block for your team, and who needs to go immediately. We'll also dive into some basic waiver wire strategies, as well as break down our first trade in the listener league. Finally, we'll give our week 4 starts and sits. Today is September twenty seventh, twenty twenty two, and this is the seventy fourth episode of the show. What a horrible Jeez.
1: week! One before the three quarter century mark. <laughs> Ooh, not yeah.
0: <laughs> three quarter <laughs> century
1: Already? mark. Ready? You never heard that
0: one before, have you? I don't even know what that means. <laughs> I'm trying it to do math in my head. Ah, three okay. quarters
1: of a century is seventy. 70- Come on, Matt. We went to UC Santa Cruz, bro. Don't let them down like that. Well, this. that would
0: make well, sense. That's exactly what. Okay. Okay. I won't I won't do this. I won't this. Not today. Yeah. <laughs> well, you were you were on fire recently, Gav. That oh, you have been doing well for man. our listeners so far. I'm
2: telling you. This year I've switched it up. Uh, I, I I I switched cereals. I was eating Lucky Charms before, but now I'm eating uh, Frosted Flakes, you know. It is what it is. Hey. Is
0: that a good thing or a bad thing?
2: You know, I switched back to uh, Lucky Charms this week, so you know. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh, Don't follow his yeah. picks then. Why
0: would Why would you do that?
2: Ah, <laughs> uh, dude, I need some sugar in my life.
0: All yeah. right, we're gonna get into our listener league recap here for a sec. Uh, G, you want to kick things off?
1: Yeah, I'll start it off. You know, if I'm doing the recap, there's only one reason I do the recap. It's because I won that week. You know, <laughs> oh, <Jesus. laughs> I waited till you're I waiting, won. You were waiting. You <laughs> oh, Exactly. So now that I've won, I guess you guys already know I won this week. I actually beat McYoungboy, Revenge of the young McYoungboys, <laughs> Ugly Kid, Jeez. you know, Mr. A- million Aliases. But yeah, I beat him. He was first place. I was like eleventh or something. So you know, it's never over till it's over. This is the prime example. Last week I told you guys I'm 0-2, but I'm not scared. I got the triple tight formation, and Travis Kelsey and Mark Andrews put my Scary, team on dude. the back this week. Put up uh-huh. 154 points. First in the, the league this week, and even though McYoung Boy's team still performed absolutely insane, put up a nice little 130 to lose. That's <laughs> insane. You know, probably would have beat mostly everybody else other than me. But you know, that's the way fantasy football goes. So that puts me at a one and two, and uh, puts him at a two and one. But he's still in first, and now I'm in an eighth. Uh, then we got Matt this week, who played uh, USC Stan or Brian, right? He was on Bryant. a couple weeks ago. Brian. Yeah. Bryant, yeah, sorry. And then you beat him by a nice 25 points, 130 to 105. Uh, Putting Matt at 7th right above me and Bryant right under me at ninth. And then we have I Hate Westworld, Dylan Lee, and we (laughs) had Gav. Their rivalry was the first matchup this year, and Gav took it. You know, he had a lot of emotional stake in that one. Almost like a Seahawks-Broncos type matchup. I'm a...
2: Just so you guys, everyone knows in the podcast, I'm now the most handsomest man in the world. I guess wow. that's
0: because what they I bet, bet on. Yeah,
1: yeah. I can I can validate that. Valid. Yeah. All right. Um, but <laughs> beat him by a close margin of one fourteen to one hundred one, putting Gav in third and putting Dylan at ten. Dang. Yikes! And then we it's got a uh, matchup between Boy, G. Dot, and uh, Nando, and that was another close matchup, sort of close, where. <laughs> Cream pies put up 133 to the zero RB strategy, uh, put up that's 119. My boy. Uh, they're both actually right next to each other in the standings now. Um, Nando's still higher at fifth, and G Dots at sixth. Um and then we have Go Panthers, who played <laughs> who played the untraced unicorns, and he actually lost again. Maybe that's why you shouldn't put the Panthers in your name. But he lost by no, 99 to 106. Another close. You know, game.
2: actually.
0: What you know, kind untraced of unicorns a score is a, this?
2: you, uh, well, it's a it's a horrible score. First of all, I mean that's I think that was the lowest scoring. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: those were the and, two uh,
0: lowest scores of the week as well.
2: Cam untraced unicorns is actually a Panthers fan, so maybe <laughs> what? just not. Ha- the yeah, second
0: just... Panthers fan that we know of now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, oh, this wow. is getting
1: ugly?
2: Yeah, I don't. I, I, it's wild.
1: Well, yeah, well, that puts uh, Rob down to fourth, and then. Um, Puts cam. Untraced Unicorns Cam at uh 11th. He went from 12th to 11. Big change oh. for him. Yes. Uh, then we have uh, Eagles 2023 20, or SEC, SEC Slugs against um, King Midi 2023. I'm not sure how he's a king, but because he's 0-3 <laughs> and he's dead last. <laughs> Yo. It's so funny because last year I invited Simple Jack and he was dead last. And this year I invited Midi <laughs> and he's dead
0: last. <laughs> you need to throwing- just stop
1: inviting people. <laughs> You're just in. Enthr- you're just throwing in trash
2: cans into our league, bro. Come on now. Hey, actually, King Mitty, I'm sorry. You're- hey,
0: we appreciate it. We yeah,
1: appreciate we appreciate you. I mean, he's a Bears fan, bro. He's they're winning more games in real life, and I Oof. think you'd you know he's happy with that. But that does put uh, Eagles 2023 at second place, and then I'll give you a quick uh, standings. So you have uh, Young Boy at one, SEC Slugs at two, Gav at three, Robbie at four, Nando at five. G at six, Matt at seven, me at eight, Brian at nine, Dylan at ten. The champ is getting ugly here for him. And <laughs> then know. we got Cam at eleven and Midi at twelve. It's a big week still. You know, almost everybody's either two and one or one and two. Only one team is under or without a yep. win yet. And Midi, everybody else is basically two and one and one and two. So there could be a big, big shakeup. If you lose this week or if you win this week, you could climb the ranks. um, even it's though tight. you might not have a lot of points, you could still, you know, win, loss.
0: It comes down to so big Who week, do you a big week. Who I got next week? I got King Midi. All right, nice, <laughs> nice. Right. G- I'm not G- gonna we'll say see, anything. That- I'm not gonna say anything because it's I know, dope, I, I guess. know it's gonna. I'm gonna jinx. It. Oh,
2: I'm facing Bryant, dude. That guy, my, my arch nemesis. I swear to God.
1: <laughs> and I'm playing Nando, so Ooh, no, I that's right. a spicy no. game. Yeah, that's a good yeah. one. That's yeah, a good should one. Should be close. Good week here, um,
0: exciting It was week, a football.
2: horrible week, dude. All of my people got murked.
0: Hey, I mean, like murk, hurt. I think it looks like we all scored a lot, honestly. Except for, you know, the Untraced Unicorns and the uh, GoPantars matchup. But, you know, everyone else, you know, in the hundreds, I was a little bit surprised myself because I, every time I look at my roster, I, I think it's pretty mid, honestly. Like Not very impressive, right? Yeah, I don't like my running backs. I don't, like, maybe it's just the judgment in me. It's just like I'm a little too harsh on them. But, you know, I had Mike Evans suspended and stuff like that. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I came out with a victory. And I had Daryl Henderson in my lineup who scored, what, like two points? So yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it's really all it the might go opposite
1: where I didn't have the biggest, like, top-end guy. I mean, I had Mark Andrews, and obviously he played great. He had 28. But when you usually lead the league in points, that means the one guy had, like, 40. You had Lamar Jackson or something or Josh Allen. But I didn't really have anybody that really – popped off way too much other than mark andrews who had 28 and then i had a bunch of guys who kind of just hit their projections and uh that's all you can really ask for my lowest score in my starting lineup was eight and then bro that's pretty good man my, I? T-
2: my team was selling this entire week dude pit yo your Steelers, bro you better you better you better you step stole up our and defense two points you
1: cursed our defense we have literally bro you i did you not i put my faith you- you drafted them before I was supposed to, and then they had a great week, and then you came over here, rubbing it in my face, and then everything went downhill from there. <laughs> dude, I was like, no, I was like, Thank you. I was thanking you, and now you guys ruined me like this, dude. But we're so bad. We are so
2: bad. Like, I know that, we're, we're going to talk bad. about
1: fantasy football, but our defense is so fucking bad.
2: If you guys just had TJ Watt on the field, bro, he really had <laughs> to tear his pec, bro. Are you serious?
0: Yeah. I like crazy. how you started Taysom Hill. And he didn't even play. And
2: I, and I was about to say, yeah, <laughs> my team until like sold Taysom Hill didn't even play. Russell had nine points. And you still won. Sw- and sw- yeah, and I still won. So that just means I'm, I was meant to win.
1: Yeah.
2: I was supposed to change my name to Most Handsome Man in the World, but you know I didn't get to do it before
1: in the podcast. So we acknowledge it though. Him. That's all that matters, man. Yeah. You have right. The confirmation
0: from me and Matt, yep. gang. That's I all wonder. I all I'm waiting for is just that Nando versus Dylan matchup i mean
2: oh man that's legendary I'm type stuff i might it. just trade some people away to dylan just so i can see nando <laughs> rental service
0: is that yeah that's collusion
2: no i mean uh no never would have done that mm-hmm. i know this is, is a air, rental you've okay. already
1: we're live recording gav it's too late you're nah, yeah. a cheater yeah. sorry cut it.
0: can't get the cut
1: yeah,
2: nothing nope. gets cut. oh man well sorry dylan we're outed
0: well, yeah. let's talk about this one second here because, G, you actually made the first trade in our Sports Council League, I think, a couple of days after our last recording. Mm-hmm. so, um, And it was against your opponent that week, too. So. What?
2: Uh, Are you serious? I didn't even realize.
1: Yeah, yeah I mean, I, we, me and Mick Youngboy have been talking, actually, been since the beginning of the season, surprisingly. Uh, we've been talking about some trades, and he's been trying to finesse me, and I've been trying to finesse him. But he drove a very, very hard bargain. Uh, he wanted to trade... You know, uh, his running back, Damian Pierce, he wanted to trade. And I was like, hey, man, I'm really high on him in the early part of the year. I thought he was a very kind of smaller, smaller, and rolled this last first two weeks. And I'm like, this might be the week that you can get him for low. And I got Garrett Wilson not this week on waivers, like the last week, the week before. So after week one, I picked up Garrett Wilson. Um, and I picked him up just because I was like, oh, rookie available. I had an extra spot, got him, and now I traded him for Damian Pierce. I just felt like he was a very sell-high candidate, and I'm just, you know, it's easier for me to find running back or, or wide receivers than it is to find a running back, obviously. You know how that's been. We can get into that later, but, yeah, I was able to get off a, you know, basically a waiver wire pickup for a RB, hopefully one, going forward. Um, He had a good week, Damian Pierce, did this week, and he out-touched Rex Burkhead. He doesn't get the receiving touches, which is perfectly okay with me because he gets 20 carries. He's gotten double-digit carries every week. And if you guys remember in week one, I said, you got to remember to check the running backs that get double-digit carries. Week one, Damian Pierce is one of them. He got 11 week one, 15 week two, and uh, 20 this week. And now they're playing the Chargers. And if you remember what happened last week on the Chargers game, Oh man, Rex Burkett tore the Chargers apart. And so I'm just I'm happy that I got him I got him at a low price. And now I have a uh, running back and replacement of Dalvin Cook who got hurt and might not play.
0: Whoa,
2: chill, don't 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 put that into the Might,
0: might. Nether dude. I swear I, to be. I am jealous. I am jealous. I wish I I'm had not. this now.
2: You got you guys traded mid for mid. <laughs> but <laughs> one great.
0: of those mids actually helped him win because I think if Help, he though. didn't start Damian Pierce, he would have lost.
1: I would have had to start someone else like uh, AJ Dillon who had five points instead of my okay. Damian Pierce who had eighteen. So I think, oh, see, I, think hey, I think it was talk a about no. a hit. It was no. enough. He won by twenty four.
0: He won by yeah, twenty four. So fun. yeah, I guess I guess he didn't need it, but you know it always helps. It's a thought. It's a thought that matters. You know. Yeah, it's an add. It's just if I so start Garrett
1: Wilson somewhere else and then maybe someone else doesn't play as good and, and you know it's just like I had a I feel like I got a good trade here and I don't feel like I really like really. Finesse or got up on him or anything in the terms of trade just because like you know Garrett Wilson is gonna I think still have a big rookie year but it's just you know would you rather have a big rookie running back or big rookie wide receiver seasons it's kind of just hand in hand what you need more you know obviously the running back has more safety in my opinion where the wide receiver you can go nuclear and become the next Jamar Chase for say right whereas you know Damian Pierce probably won't break out to be the number one rb but he'll be more safe for me and rb is a harder spot to find yeah i totally you agree
0: with, with all that
2: you had quad man and dalvin cook yeah, bro, but map. I didn't.
1: I didn't like. I didn't like having just AJ Dylan as a consistent week to week starter. And now, once Dalvin Cook gets healthy, or just see if he keeps continuing to play with the injury, I can sub between. Obviously, start Dalvin, and I can now choose Pierce or Dylan. Or if I want to start both of them, I can flex an option. I feel like it just gave me more possibilities. Otherwise, every week I'd have to start Dylan and Cook, and pray that you know, even though they might have a bad matchup, they still play good.
2: Bro, you you're supposed to sell out and go trips, uh, tight ends, dude. What do you hey, mean? Hey, hey, yeah. hey, hey!
0: Start hey. Albert O. now. No. <laughs> Worries, I, he's I not was the promised something end. else.
2: I was promised, I was promised gold promised
0: tight end three triple tight end.
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll see. We'll make it happen eventually. But it's just uh, you know, I just don't want to like you know sell my team for a third tight end.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Unleash the beast. All right, but it well, will. Well, Cole be on the waiver wire now
1: oh that's who i was looking for in the draft eh? trash dude once once the bears learn how to throw the ball that might be a pickup
2: (laughs) might maybe but never yeah never this season
0: let's talk about the waiver wire here it's still early in the season and for those of you who are just starting off in fantasy football maybe this advice comes a little late because we're already three weeks in but the waiver wire is such an important you know part of the experience of fantasy football you know obviously the draft is great uh, sweating out basically the games all sunday that's a big part of it but nothing is more chilling sometimes than when you're just deciding on your players on tuesday night and then the when the clock strikes midnight you kind of rush and refresh to see if you got anyone like special right and then making sure that you poached your friends and whatnot <laughs> and, you know it, it's a big deal It's a big deal, and I'm sorry, honestly, that we didn't cover it earlier because, you know, it's exhilarating sometimes when you get to steal guys like Garrett Wilson from your friends or Jeff Wilson Jr. Or last year, it was like Elijah Mitchell. Years before that, it was James Robinson, like we said, right? So, you know, we're going to go over some basic waiver wire strategies here for you. We're not going to tell you exactly which players to pick because, you know, everyone does that, honestly. But we're going to try to tell you, like, what you should be looking for right what you should be looking Mm -hmm. for in terms of how you approach the waiver wire so you know i think i'll start off here like yeah what i do basically i mean it's more of a demand thing right and what where you play is so important because on espn they have like You look at the available players on your waiver wire. If you know how to do that, I really hope you do by this time. (laughs) But, you know, you click on running back, you click on uh, wide receiver and stuff like that, and it shows, like, the top options. Like, right now I'm seeing in our Sports Council League, uh, Richie James, Nico Collins, Donovan Peoples-Durons are our three top guys in our waiver. That is awful, by the way, but, you know, (laughs) we'll let it slide, you know. Every single guy in your league is looking at the exact same thing. And most guys have like five minutes maybe to choose their stuff. They're probably in the bathroom and they're looking on their phone Bruh. and saying, okay, who am I picking up tonight, right? And then- it's Literally, only pick- I at work today. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> thanks. <laughs> thanks for that. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> either way, you know, they see like the fir- first five guys, right? And they're going to probably say, oh, okay, which one of the five guys I like most? And then you pick them up, right? So if your target is in one of those first five, then you should obviously place the waiver claim on that first. And you have to look at your- opponents you're like league mates you know and see like try to guess who's going to pick up what you kind of look at Mm -hmm. their rosters a little bit and see okay this guy you know he lost DeAndre swift because he got hurt so he's probably going to try to pick up a running back this week so if you want that running back more than you know like let's say you have a dead even like okay i like this running back but i also like this wide receiver you know who's gonna probably get picked up first and then you can usually have a tiebreaker when it comes to, you know, your league mates. And you say, okay, that's what I'm going to do. That's why I picked up Garrett Wilson in um, me and Gav's, like, money league here And I know Gav had a waiver priority on him, but I think oh. he had Darrell Williams as his uh, first priority. In my primary. But I had Garrett Wilson as my first priority, and that's why I was able to swoop him, even though I had the second-to-last waiver
2: uh, I order. I honestly thought that you were going to pick uh, – someone else was going to try to pick up – um Daryl, whatever his name is. Don't <laughs> totally forget his name. Demar Williams first. So that's why I put it in. You know, can kind I of just do a more I was trying to strategize. See if. I didn't think anyone was going to pick up Wilson either. I'll be honest
0: yeah. with you. It's all about gaming the system. It's like game theory. You got to know your opponents as well. Like, most of the battle of the waiver wires is mental. Like, that's how it is. Right. Especially against I mean, your friends.
1: Another strategy that I like to think about is. um Obviously, a lot of players will look at the highest projected player available and then pick him up. Or they'll use, I know on Yahoo and Sleeper, they have this, uh, it's like a trending or uh, the most trend picked up in the week or anything like that. Uh, like the players are people are kind of sought after after the week is over, you know. So I, I would kind of, you know, obviously take a look at that because sometimes those players aren't. You know their projections aren't you know up to date in a sense. Like let's say for example, Khalil Herbert, he might not be projected 10, 12 points yet because David Montgomery is still you know questionable, questionable or something game. like that, right? But if if you know like a certain player is gonna be out, but there's just not been you know noted, those players won't show up high up in the projections, but in the transactions or in the tra- trending, they'll be higher in there because everybody's picking them up right now even though their projections aren't as high so you always don't want to look at just the projections because obviously sometimes you know like last week Garrett Olsen was projected 12 and he's basically everybody's number one you know option to go pick up so sometimes it is just as obvious as that but this week you know some players might be hurt you know we're getting longer and longer into the season I really like to look at injuries and for me, I really think a waiver-wire players a temporary pickups and maybe if I can plug them in. So if I got a guy on bye or if I got a guy hurt, I'm trying to fill that hole. And a lot of times, I will just look for that player's backup. Like if you have DeAndre Swift and he's going to be out, you're trying to want to see if Jamal Williams is available or something like that, you know? You want to see what players go hand in hand. So I like looking at that, to trying to see if there's a guy who's been, you know, going to get more usage because of an injury and then pick him up, even though, you know, like, it might be a short-term injury, and you might only play him for a week or two. But then in a week or two, there's going to be some other guy that gets hurt, and then you could pick up his backup, and you could kind of rotate their bench spots between, you know, extra glass that you might need for that week. So, you know, look at that, and, you know, you might have a quarterback who has a bad matchup. You know, you might have, like, a running back that's kind of banged up and might you know, might not want to play him questionable like Dalvin Cook is questionable this week, right? He might play, but he has almost a, basically a separated his shoulders. So how confident can you be playing him? So you might want to go see if there's a running back that you're looking for. So that's what I usually use my waivers for. And, then, you know, try to fill a hole on your team and then try to find someone that's going to get sort of a boost in target shares or run usage and or something like that to where they actually might outperform their projections for this week, even though their projections are really low. Yeah, I
2: definitely play the matchups when it comes to waiver wires. Like, I'm not picking... Well, I mean it's always nice to look at like the like trending. So like on um, sleeper we have like this trending upwards and it's nice to pick the top five players. They're usually like the best. Um I mean right now I see Khalil Herbert, Romeo Dobbs and uh Mac Collins. Like if mm-hmm. you have a chance to pick up Herbert, I would. Romeo Dobbs is definitely like a um he's trending upwards for sure. He had like eight receptions and a touchdown this week. So mm-hmm. like um those are definitely great pickups. Um, you know, honestly, I'm one more spicy player, I'll be honest with you. So if you're picking up waiver wires, most people's teams are set right now, right? You're playing your people that you're your studs, right? Everyone on your bench is people that you are hoping will rise up. Um, and everyone on the waiver wires is people that no one believes in. You have to make sure to, I mean, because some people's teams are decimated. As of right now, I mean, Matt's already got um, oh, <laughs> Swift and
0: yeah. In our other league, I have Swift and I already lost Trey Lance for the year, so that's yeah, it. Yeah, so Trey then, Lance. Yeah, God wins out. Um, Garrett Wilson is apparently questionable. I just learned, so that's not great. <laughs> yeah,
2: so I'm I'm at that point. I'm playing matches matchups with um your waiver wire because you're not picking up anybody good to replace those two.
1: Mm-hmm. Really? And also, I would just want to put this out there. I'm not sure if everybody's using this, but, like, make sure to check your waiver priority. I know people that will not check their waiver priority, and then they will be one, and then they'll waste their number one waiver priority on a defense, and then they're back to 10. Yeah. You know, so check your waiver priority. Please, yeah, please, you- please check your waiver priority. You do not want to – also, you don't want to be the guy at, you know – one or two and then use it on defense and then you're stuck and then you're maybe a week from now, there's a guy you really could have used, you know, like let's say during this week, someone gets injured for you and you just wasted your best waiver priority on a defense. And now your guy that you could have got to fill your hole on your team, you got wasted that waiver priority on a one week defensive rental, right? Like there's no reason to do that. Just don't spend your waiver priority on defense. You'll always be able to find a defense available after it. Unless you're like ten or nine in waiver priority and you just wanna get a defense just cause, just go ahead and do that, right? But if you're high in your priority, it's good to check. And even if let's say like you think you just want you just won your week by a hundred points and you don't think like there's a hole on your team that needs to be filled, and then just don't use your waiver priority if you're not gonna have to, you know. There's no reason to waste the number one or two waiver priority if you don't have to you can yeah. just let it sit and then go into next week with the high priority again and then maybe then a hole occurs on your team you know it's not yeah your team's never going to stay healthy for the whole season so then you got to make sure that you're using your priorities to fill holes and you know make an impactful moves instead of just like you know nonchalantly picking up the packers defense because they're playing a bad defense you know like our bad offense don't do that because you you're going to wish that you had that priority a little bit later.
0: Yeah. And something to add about that. Yeah. No waiver wire FOMO. Do not just, you know, feel like you're missing out on trying to get the next enticing player just because, you know, you have you're to last. make a waiver transaction every week. Right. Mm-hmm. Is If there's no one you like, then maybe it's not a good week. Right. And then yeah. don't cut some guy just because you want like, Oh, because oh. I did, I cut Raheem. I cut like Garrett Wilson. For, uh, I think, Hunter Renfro, I think he was on the waiver mm. wire. And, you know, that didn't turn out very well. I'm lucky to get <laughs> Garrett Wilson back, but you don't have to always <laughs> use the waiver wire um, every week, right?
1: Right. The waiver also, wire, not using the waiver wire real quick, it does not mean you don't have to pick anybody up. They just don't pick anybody up on Tuesday and Wednesday or whatever, and then just get them when they're you know off yeah. the waivers and as if it's just regularly available.
0: If you think that they can be added after the waiver is clear, then you should, mm-hmm. like... But also, that's why you have to check immediately at midnight, right? So then you add them, right? Because, like, I think last week, I had... I was going to pick up the Philadelphia defense, but I didn't think anyone was going to claim them, and I was right, but I forgot to add them, and someone added them at midnight, and then they beat me.
1: <laughs> yeah, the, the, the uh, waivers update at 12, and not when you get the notification. That's on do to remember
2: that time? Yeah. Um. Sorry, also, like don't... Yeah. I wouldn't drop... This isn't just another tip. Don't drop any of your players that are on your roster like during um before uh waiver wire right. pickups. Don't drop them. Just put in um waiver wire pick like uh put put in waiver wire picks because, you know, you can't I don't know if this is just something standard that I don't think some like SEC slugs. I know he picked up Mahomes first pick, right? So, um I don't know. Th- I don't know if this is like in his brain or not. But don't drop anybody. Make sure to put in a waiver wire pickup instead of just dropping them straight out. Because then you'll miss out on players that you really want. You won't be able to put in a claim for him, and you have less players. You might have to drop a more important piece that you didn't want to drop.
1: And and you're never just, guaranteed to get anybody. So there's never yeah. unless you have the first priority. But then even then, you know, you know yeah, you to s- cut him. You don't yeah, want
2: to. I- you don't want to cut him just because that's not going to help you in any. It's not beneficial. There's still a chance that. That person that you want on the waiver wire is still going to be there. You can always drop them after the waiver wires, you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Just Jagging. in case you don't get them. Yeah. Just, yeah. I think. Yeah. Just in case you don't get them, don't drop someone unless you know you're rage dropping or like. Yeah. yeah. They really, you really hate them, right? And you're unless it's to, for the means. There's there's a strategy involved where if you think that like some guy is going to pick them up because they cleared the same day as everyone else. Um. So for example, I like dropped. You know. I think I dropped Cole Komet to, uh on Sunday, and then I'm hoping someone picks him up this week. So then they Whoa. waste a waiver priority on that, right? So there's a strategy yeah. actually involved there. But also, one last thing: make sure to make as many claims as possible oh, if you yeah. want to like Backups. if you want to actually pick up a guy. If you want some guys, then you have to make as many claims as possible, right? Like, don't just say, "Okay, I'm gonna pick up Jared Goff," and then if I don't get him, you know, that's it. But if you have other players that you want from the waiver wire, you just have to make a bunch of conditionals and then just change the priority, right? Right. And yeah, yeah, because it doesn't work. That always work. happens yeah, to me. I hate Because it doesn't work if, you know, you just say, oh, that's it, I didn't get golf. You should It should automatically default because it's a computer, right? It's going to just generate all the moves at once, right? So you have to make sure you have conditionals and say, if I don't get goth, then use the next priority to get this guy, right? Like you have so- to make sure that, you know... The computer understands so that you know once it processes it will just do it automatically and then you don't have to like wait for like someone else to go and do it like because someone else will claim them then right
2: I just want to set an example because I don't think you know I was having a hard time like with that concept before so like say you have who who would I ha- who do I have on the bench say you have like Jahan Dodson on your on your on your bench right and you put in for golf your first pickup right mm-hmm but mm-hmm. um you you put in your claim for golf but you also use dotson for another player that you want to drop mm-hmm. like underneath him because you don't get golf you can still use that player or you can use you can still use dotson as another person you, you can use him to drop you can drop him and right. pick up the person you want on the waiver wire
1: mm-hmm. so that's what he means yeah so you're, you're then, putting a so bunch of
2: cut. Uh, yeah you you have like you have a set person you want to pick up on the waiver wire you also have a set person you want to drop on your team.
0: Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll provide an example here because I, I actually did this with my brother who's very new to fantasy football. And, you know, he basically said, like, James Robinson, crazy enough, was on the waiver wires week one. So I said, okay. League. So, you know, drop, you know, I he had Raheem Mostert, So I said, drop Raheem Mostert, pick up James Robinson, right? And then put a second waiver that says, Uh, Drop Raheem Mostert. Add J.K. Dobbins, who is also crazy enough in this waiver wire. I don't know what kind of league he's playing in, but either (laughs) way, you know, basically listening to our league. Then next, because he needed a quarterback, he, um, I told him because Dak got hurt. I said, okay, now you know, add just Matt Ryan or something like that, right? So then, because he had an empty space, because you know he put Dak on the IR, so then it basically went, you know, James Robinson. JK Dobbins that's the first condition right and then after that if he gets neither of those then it goes to the Matt Ryan one right or mm-hmm. if he picks up James Robinson the JK Dobbins one is canceled out because that player' already dropped right so then it yeah. automatically defaults to the next move right so that's why you know it, it takes a little bit of kind of figuring it out first of all but you know as long as you put in the same player dropped for each set of moves and then put them all in a row and then put your next move, right it should automatically basically default and you get either one of those Honestly? players in the first you know set of moves and then you move on to the next ad right so you know, keep that in mind
2: if if I were you I would just literally every play that you want on your on 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 your waiver wire and the person you want to drop put you know for every play that you want to, the waiver wire put every single play that you're dropping against you know on those players Yeah. Just so like yeah, just you make sure that in any condition, like if you don't get one, you have another backup. It's gonna take yeah, as Matt said, it's gonna take some time to getting used to. Yeah,
0: Yeah. and we'll we'll help work you through it if you need help. You can always tweet at us, and then we'll help you out. Okay, let's move on here to the players that we should be dropping at this point. You know, one other thing to make note of is that once you draft your players, you feel like you know. It's a sunk cost fallacy, right? Oh, no, I dra- like I drafted Kadarius Tony in the 14th round. How can I drop him now? He's a 14th round pick. This guy didn't get drafted. Well, Kadarius Tony sucks, and he's hurt now. So it's time to drop him. Let him go, right? And we're about that time. We were actually past that time where, you know, you got to move fast on your roster or else, you know, you're going to miss out on the waiver wire heroes that eventually turn into the league champions, right? So, you know, you got to know when to cut bait. At this point and we're already three weeks into the season we're about to approach basically the quarter end of the season which is a big deal right the first month of the season is over we only have three left so you know we're starting to actually understand who these players are at this point so if you have a player at this point even though if you drafted them high that has put up duds basically and it's not looking promising at all and there's a juicy waiver wire pickup out there these are the guys that you know you might want to consider cutting at this point. So, you know, I'll start off with a guy that I'm looking at right now. And if he doesn't put up this week, then I'm pretty much going to cut him at this point. Um, in one of my leagues, I have the aforementioned Carolina Panthers wide receiver. Sorry, Nando. DJ Moore. Oh! As, you know, on my sounds roster. Sounds
2: painful.
1: Just hearing you
2: say That it, it just is hurts. too much for my
1: heart. He
2: Literally.
0: He, he got drafted pretty high. I, I think I drafted him in maybe the 6th or 7th round, right? That's a top 10 pick, right? A top 10 round pick, right? And, you know, he's the wide receiver one for sure, but the volume there is just not working out right now. And I don't have any faith in Baker Mayfield figuring it out. I don't have any faith in, you know, Ben McAdoo figuring that out because apparently he's not using Christian McCaffrey in passing routes at all, which is insane He's going to gonna
2: get hurt, dude. Yeah,
0: it is Sad. insane to me. And, you know, I don't, I just don't like the situation there. And I don't want to keep holding on to someone that's probably going to give me maybe 10 at most, you know, I want a guy that can be a lottery ticket who can take me all the way. Right. If I feel like I have the pieces and I do, I had Marquise Brown and because I had Marquise Brown as my sit of the week, I benched him because I follow my own advice for DJ Moore (laughs) did not work, obviously. And now, you know. If he does not do well against the Arizona Cardinals next week, I will highly consider cutting him right now. Because I, I got a pretty good bench. I got Cortland Sun and I got Garrett Wilson right now.
2: Bruh. So that's clean. Like, that's
0: on my bench. And I have Brown and Cooks and Higgins. So I don't need I don't know why I need more at this point.
2: Oh, oh man, sure. that that's just too much to hear. I'll give you one that's even harder to hear. And I I don't know if I would say drop him. Like just straight up drop him off your team and make him go to waivers. I would try to consider trading for pe- like for some pieces, try to salvage. Like just with the DJ Moore thing too, Matt. I I would just recommend not dropping but looking trying to trade for whatever you can.
0: It's going to be pretty mid, but yeah. It's
2: going to be pretty mid, but you know, you can you can find some depth. I know you already have a lot of depth on your your roster, so these are just like more value. I mean, you're you're, you're he's useless to you. So, um yo Russell Wilson better step up or he's getting dropped from my team, okay? I'll be honest with you. I still think that Denver is going to be a team to like contend in the playoffs with, maybe even Super Bowl. Um, But listen, in fantasy, no, dude. He's not spicy enough. I'll be honest with you. I mean, he dropped 17 uh, the first week, and ever since then, he's been averaging 10. 11 against Houston and 9 against San Francisco. I'll, maybe I'll cut him some slack on San Francisco. But he's playing the Raiders next week. And they have been awful. They started the season 0-3, right? Um, Peyton Manning only said they're going 6-11.
1: and
2: 11. <laughs> The only, only 0-3 team in the league. I would, I'm would. definitely looking for some feelers, you know. Um, just because I think Russell Wilson is going to be projected to be... I mean, the team is going to be projected to be a good team in the future. I want to win now. That's kind of the mindset I have right now. I want to win now. And Russell Wilson isn't doing it for me, so, you know, I might drop him. I'll be honest with you. If he doesn't do against, like, one of the, like, they're allowing too many points, Las Vegas. You gotta, you gotta score, or you're dropped.
1: It's true. That's a fair point. That's a fair point. I'm gonna go with the guy that I don't really know if he plays every week. He's out there. It doesn't seem like it. (laughs) And that's that's Darnell Mooney.
0: Uh-huh, oh, I knew it. <laughs> no. you know
1: it's bad when you're season high you put up his twenty six, twenty three 23 yards or some shit like that it is ugly for him i just i mean i i believe in justin Fields. i'm i was a justin fields truther um you know obviously trevor lawrence is my favorite quarterback out of that draft but i really thought that justin fields was the second best at the bare minimum so he's been playing almost not like Lance? A, no definitely not
0: no. no no yeah
1: well sorry about that but, yeah, I think just, their offense just looks so bad, and it's just they're not passing the ball at all, like a single bit. Well, and he is, is but he's throwing picks. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> not to the right team. Not to the right <laughs> team. And it's just <laughs> he's, he's inaccurate. It doesn't seem like he knows how to run that offense. And it's just really, really ugly right now. And I think Darnell Mooney, Cole Komet, they've been taking the, you know, obviously Cole Komet, you could cut. You don't really got to, we don't talk about it that much, but. Jordan El-Mooney, for me, I'm already at the shut-up point. Like, I'm not putting up with anything anymore. <laughs> you were getting <laughs> boss Like, I'm, up. A, I'm not even starting him. But, like, you know, <laughs> it's just like when you go down your bench and he has 3.5 or something and 1.2 and 1.5 or whatever he had, it's just so ugly and it's so depressing to look at. Like, he's a receiver that's end of the game with .6. In a PPR league. How? You get one catch negative four. <laughs> you literally, went backwards like, on the play. Come on. It's literally so, just just so hurtful to look at. And it's like, you know, Dude, I could get Romeo Dobbs. I could get Romeo Dobbs or something like that. You know, like, and for me, it's just, I just feel like there's just so many better options right now. And I'm, I don't know what the, it's just, he's just not doing it for me, you know? Like, it's just like, there's, at least with like the DJ Moore's, he's put up, at least two or three good seasons, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Right. And then he's had, you know, a history that you can kind of revert back to. Russell Wilson, same thing. A lot of these other guys that are not playing as well, you can say the same thing. But with Darnell Mooney, he had maybe, what, seven, eight games last year where he was like, oh my God, he's really good. But other than that, he's never showed us like, you know, he's undroppable or anything like that. For me, He's out of here. I'm not going to lie. If you're in a league with me, you'll find him on the waiver wire. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Let's go, baby. I'm ready for him.
0: No, I mean, I think the Darnell Mooney thing is the hardest one to do for a fantasy football uh, owner. Because you pick guys basically in the 8th or ninth round based on potential at that point. It's like your lottery ticket, right? You want to hit mm-hmm. big, and it's the hardest to let go. Like, when I got Brandon IU last year in the 8th like round, I found it really hard to drop him because I said, once I drop him, he's going to go off. And then I just kept holding on. And guess what? He never really did anything at that point. And I could never yeah. have the confidence to start him. So, you know, you have to, like, move on. A lottery pick sometimes... They're lottery tickets, right? They're for a reason. And if you didn't hit, then you have to move on. You don't keep your losing lottery tickets. Right? <laughs> nah,
2: dude. I played every week, bro. Come on now.
0: <laughs> oh, man. That's why you're <laughs> on here.
2: <laughs> oh! Listen, if you're if Jeez. you're at that point, guys, anybody who's listening right now, um, yo, at us. We got you. We'll tell you who to do.
0: Yeah. Oh, you want to know Darnell Mooney's uh, line right now on price picks? Like what is where, where is he at? Can I can I get a guess? Uh yeah, go ahead.
1: This is it for receiving yards. I'm assuming. Yeah,
0: receiving yards. Fifteen. Uh, I'm I'm guessing ten. You guys are pretty, you know, cynical. It's 29.5. twenty nine point oh. five. I'm taking under. Facts. Here I I list off a couple of uh, players and then you just tell me, uh, cut or you know, just last chance. All right. Mm-hmm. Got gotcha. you. All right, or just keep. Donovan People Jones. Cut Cut. Austin Hooper. Keep cut. Oh. I'd say cut. Robbie Anderson. Keep cut. Oh. Alan Robinson. Keep. Keep. He's gonna pop off this week. I'd say keep, but this is close to the last chance. Hunter Renfro.
1: Drop. Uh
0: depends if yeah, i cut him if I can get someone better. That's where I'm at right now. I'm pretty sure he's on my last chance yeah he's last uh, chance yeah the Moore brothers basically Elijah Moore Rondale Moore
1: I don't know cutting Rondale
0: for sure yeah.
2: for sure I'm cutting Rondale but Elijah Moore you know we gotta wait for Zach Wilson to come back I think that they have yeah.
0: a connection that's a frustrating one I think he's the last man out like he's like if if there's literally anyone if there's a Romeo Dobbs right now then I'd probably go uh, Dobbs over Moore
1: yeah I'd take Dobbs over both the Moors I would
0: Rashad Penny oh. and Kenneth no, Walker
2: uh, I think Rashad still. I mean, he's losing touches, but you know,
0: I would. I still think you got a future. Ken
1: Walker, just because he's a rookie, you kind of have to be more patient with them. Like you can't really just expect a rookie running back to just hop in an offense and just go crazy. That's what what you expect from the guy that has been there, and that's Penny. I feel like it's like a Burkehead, uh, Damian Pierce situation. So I would hold on with. Um, Ken, I would cut Rashad. I'd Oof. say
0: last chance for Penny, Walker is a uh, hold. I think
2: I can cut him. I think I can cut him. Being he's- yeah,
0: depends. Depends on who's out there. Like Walker, mm-hmm. I'm I'm close. But Jonathan Taylor was also cut last year. Like no, not last year, but you know the year before that, and he popped mm-hmm. off at the end. Right. Um, Nahim Hines and Zacherts. I think Zacherts you keep just because of the scarcity. I think you cut Hines.
2: Yeah, Hines. Yeah. Oh, I, agree. Man. I agree. I don't know. Him. Last year, he was popping off at the latter end of the season. I don't know. Yeah,
0: but that's last year.
2: Well, I don't know. And that's
1: you, also, you that's also a lot of a waste of a roster spot for maybe three weeks where you might not even still start him.
2: Yeah, I mean, okay. It depends on uh, your. Yeah, okay, then. I'll, I'll still keep him for me. All right. If I have Johnson
1: Taylor, I keep him as the handcuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Sure. All right, there you go. Let us know any other players are struggling to drop right now and we'll make the decision for you you know sometimes you just got to rip that band-aid off and you know you're a little biased you know we're biased too but we're biased in a better way we're in an objective way here i think i said
1: (laughs) this last year on the pod too um bro i'm not gonna lie you don't know any of these people they don't know you don't get too attached to them obviously if they're your favorite player (laughs) you want to keep them that's fine i understand you know like if i had you know i was a big i don't know alan robinson fan i am I, I think he's really good. I'm gonna keep, hold on to him for a little bit, right? But if if you know if you really got like Robbie Anderson, bro, you, no one's favorite player is fucking Robbie Anderson, bro. <laughs> I was gonna say him. if you if you love any of these
2: players, like dear to your yeah. heart, bro, you are a true football fan.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah. But <laughs> at the same time, like if you're if you're not in love with these guys, like you know what I mean? Don't don't, don't, don't have a don't have that attachment to him for no, no reason. You know lost. what I mean?
0: Yeah. Yes. This is this is not a love game. This is fantasy football.
1: Uh huh. And I promise you, I promise you, once you cut them, and then you see the other person you take play better, you will not even remember. You know, you don't remember your ex girlfriend when you got a new <laughs> girlfriend. Come on, man. <laughs> on on the off
0: chance though, sometimes the ex girlfriend pops off on your te- on the opposing team. And then you're to die. The,
2: yo, no, Not no, no listen, bros. The Ex-girlfriend will never get the same package anymore. Anyone she picks <laughs> up afterwards is a loss. Facts.
1: Damn. Yeah, bro. Yeah, you can, you don't, just move forward. You know what I mean? Just <laughs> look at, look. move forward. Don't think about who you're cutting and stuff. Obviously, if, don't do anything too stupid. But, you know, if they have a bad week or two, they're your 11th round pickup, bro. Cut Anyone it, in,
2: you in your first four rounds, you cannot drop. Everyone else after that, bro, yeah. feasting.
0: Unless they hurt themselves. Unless yeah. they
2: hurt themselves, that's the only then exception. You, yeah, then move them to
0: IR. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay, let's get into these week four starts and sits. Gav is on fire right now. I am not on fire. I I advised the poor woman who was asking for <laughs> advice last Saturday. We're so
2: sorry. Whatever your yes. name was, I'm so sorry. i pull up you don't her. You I don't. Her
0: I don't know her name. I don't know if I. Uh. I she wants us oh, to yeah, say her name true. but yeah. you know who you are we're sorry i was the one who answered you that was on me i'm gonna try to get better at this um, <laughs> you should have you know, followed
2: me i'm it's sorry a, man
0: it's a crap shoot sometimes so yeah. hey you're the one who, asked, who told her to bench rogers well listen rogers didn't do
2: well either anyway so i mean
0: i like how we after we tweeted that apology uh rogers started to shit the bed afterwards he got yeah. like his second touchdown in the second straight drive and then we're like okay uh that- Let's say let's say sorry to this girl, and then, and then he did nothing for the rest of the game.
2: See that no, but listen, I I'm saying I'm on a, I'm on a roll, baby. I think all my things were hits last week.
0: All right, why don't you get us started then?
2: Okay, well I'm gonna start off with a a, a horrible pick. I'll be honest with you guys. I told you I was eating um, Lucky Charms, and not Frosted Flakes this week, but I'll stand by it. And you can stand by this pick too. You gotta go with Cooper Rush against the Redskins. Okay, we're starting off a QB by the way.
0: Hey, that's something. Oh, the what I mean, term. Commanders.
2: Commanders. Oh, my whoa. God. Whoa. Whoa, whoa. Sorry. We um, apologize. We Yeah, we apologize to anyone that was offended, but we also like the old name. I, I've asked. No, we don't. The not. Name. <laughs> we do not. <laughs> like well, you. I've, 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 who are you speaking I've, for I've, here? I've asked, who are you speaking for? I've you? asked people from Maryland. Who is and they're we? Like, <laughs> people from Maryland miss the Commanders. I mean, Mr. Redsky. Ah, I gotta stop. Uh, so, you anyway. gotta stop. Okay. So, yeah, the anyway, team. logic is. It's the Commanders, dude. They let Goff throw two fifty-six, which isn't great, but he threw four touchdowns.
1: Four yeah. touchdowns He did, yes. Oh my god!
0: That's Can you imagine,
2: Jalen Jalen Hurts threw three for three forty, bro. Jalen Hurts uh-huh. is even good, dude. He's like a he's a poor man's um Lamar Jackson, bro. Come oh, on, chill.
1: that's Mr. MVP this year, right? Okay.
2: Only exception is Jacksonville, but they were. You know Trevor Lawrence was still filling it. It's the first week, bro.
0: Right.
2: But, um, Cooper Rush though. Let's just talk about him. Tell me that guy, a man's not him. He's I mean, not. He uh, He's well, not. he wins in prime time against the Giants.
1: He's three and and0 for starting. Are you joking? You know what other backup was three and and0 when they came in? You want no. me to remind you? Oh, well, I don't. I don't want to hear no. his name. Duck Hodges. Uh, oh. Don't who. Well, <laughs> no, but listen. Exactly. That's on a,
2: the Steelers were a good team. You guys were good. As
1: I got like you, after you, the fact. Like three I love years how you. Later. say that three years later.
2: Oh, oh. Um. I I was just capping three years ago. Um. But oh, yeah. yeah. Cooper Rush is definitely him, though. Okay. He only threw two fifteen for a one t- Tuddy. This you know against the Giants. But let's be real, the Giants are kind of, and that's a um that's a divisional matchup you know they're obviously going to play hard. well this is still a divisional matchup but it's the commanders they're letting everyone throw on them okay
1: mm-hmm. all right yeah, i like that and i mean you already kind of mentioned my guy my start for the week is the man him jerk off against you seattle and, you know my thing is it's, it's, it's just the amount of touchdowns that the lions are scoring is just absolutely insane i think number say one that even. just sounds insane the lions are the one of the best offenses in the league and he's not even doing anything special it's just a lot of dink and dunk that's what he meant (laughs) that's what he does and he does it well you know there's nothing to be ashamed about that jared you know you just do what you do you just keep getting them down the field with deandre swift and then you throw a check down for a touchdown like if that's what it takes to get a good fantasy week out of him you know we take it like you said he threw for four touchdowns last week with the 250 that's you know obviously not going to be up to, like you won't be able to keep up the four touchdowns but against uh seattle bro dude it could get ugly for them you know and obviously that might also end up hurting golf because they might move more towards a run first offense but they don't have deandre swift they're gonna have to rely a lot on jamal williams and uh i think it's craig reynolds is the other running back they have so yeah, yeah the running game is not going to be as effective they're going to have to rely on passing the ball more and. If they pass the ball more, I think he can get some more yards this week, maybe a little bit less touchdowns. But who knows? It's Seattle. He could put up another four, and I wouldn't be surprised.
0: Lions are second right now in points scored with 95. Who's first? Baltimore.
1: The Ravens. Oh, well, that would be – okay.
0: They're above the (laughs) Bills.
1: Oh, dude, that's wild. (laughs) That's insane. And you just take the quarterback for that team. That's my logic. It's not It's not that I think Goff is some amazing talent compared to Allen Lamar. It's just that whatever is they're doing right now, it ends up with a Goff touchdown in a sense. And sometimes it's Amon Ross-St. Brown breaking one, or it's DeAndre Swift rushing them down to the end zone and then him throwing a check down. Dude,
2: that's the Aaron Rodgers special. I swear to God, I hate that.
1: Yeah, it's annoying it if you if don't have them. Yeah, exactly. If you can get Goff and you're looking maybe, you got Russell Wilson, right? Like you got a uh, Tom Brady or you got a guy that's not playing as well as they could be that got injuries. You got a, you know, Tua that's hurt. You get a bunch of quarterbacks that aren't playing as good right now. You can just go pick up Goff. Don't think about it too much. Don't think about, oh, my God, I don't want to play Jared Goff. It's Jared Goff. Jared. I wanna like, you know, stray away from the name. Just think about the matchup. Think about the stats. And then just you know have a little bit lower expectations. And then when he, when he breaks those lower expectations, you'll be really happy. That's how you set yourself up for happiness.
0: Low we expectations. Playing. Okay. We play, yes.
2: <laughs> we play in chess while everyone's playing checkers, bro. Let's Low be expectations real expe-
0: and you'll always you should, be happy. Yeah, I got lower it. <laughs> your
2: expe-
1: no, just just for golf, all right? Just for yeah. golf. Okay. Don't ever raise your expectations for him. That is exactly when he'll disappoint <laughs> you. That's when he'll lose you your Super
0: Bowl yeah all oh, right god i don't have a quarterback start so i'm just going to get into the running back start austin eckler versus houston oh i'm cheating a little bit here because you're probably going to bit. start austin eckler but at the same time you really don't want to start austin eckler at this point right because grim. he does not look good and i didn't even predict it would be this bad i didn't like austin eckler this year as like the third or fourth overall pick but i didn't mm-hmm. think it would be to the point where you know he's not really doing much he's not getting rushing attempts that's the thing and when he does it isn't for much right I think he's averaging right now he's averaging about like two and a half yards per run right and if you add that up 14 times it's not pretty right and he is getting targets that's the only good thing that's sustaining him right now but I think against the Texans who are allowing 200 yards against the run right now that's 50 more that's almost 50 more than the next worst team which is Seattle right You have to like Austin Eckler at this point. And if you don't, and if Austin does not perform at this point, I wouldn't say cut him, but I would be very, very concerned at this point. I would look to trade him at this point. But, Mm. you know, if you are looking for a trade right now, maybe you should pick up Austin Eckler. Maybe you should make a call to the guy who's probably worrying right now right before he's going to pop off against the Texans because, you know, it's now or never right now for Austin Eckler. Mm -hmm. And if he doesn't do this, you know... It's never.
1: (laughs) Right. No, I 100% agree with that logic that you said at the end. Um, I had a very similar take to this last week. I went out and traded for Kyle Pitts in one of my leagues just because he's been having shit weeks. He had a much better week, so it kind of worked out for me. You know, there's always players that we say buy low. They're not, you know, bound to keep playing so ass. Eckler's the perfect example of that. This is a get-right week, as I would say. He's going to get right, he's going to put up some good numbers, and you're going to be happy with Eckler again. If you can get him for the low, I would definitely trade for him and try to see what you can, uh, you know. Eckler, Eckler owners aren't probably pretty happy right now. He had 20-something touchdowns last week. He can't get a single one this year. Crazy. And it doesn't but, help that their lineman went down, dude, I'll be honest with
0: you. That's mm-hmm. true. That is a bad. That's very right. bad. Right.
1: Yeah, and um, I'll go with my running back start for now. It's uh, Khalil Herbert against the Giants. Uh, I think he'll be a little sought after, especially because Demos going to be out. Uh, The Giants just got cooked by uh, Ezekiel Elliott for like six, seven yards of carry, and Tony Pollard, I think, broke one late in the game too. So, you know, I just feel like the matchup's there, and Chicago's only been doing one thing right this season, and that's been running the ball. So, I like it.
0: Yeah, and And I think Leonard Williams is out, so that's the reason why. So oh. I think that, you know, if Leonard Williams is out for another game, I, I definitely think that Cleo Herbert's going to break one.
2: Definitely. I mean, he's a, he's a monster, dude. I, I think if it wasn't for him being on the team, Dima would be a better player. More more desirable. But, um, my, my start of the refute running back, real quick, is going to be James, the Flames, RB1 season. We Matt, like it. It doesn't work. UK doesn't like it doesn't hit when you do it. Matt, well, you, you got to do
1: it. Give it
0: try right. oh, Okay, yeah, go. go ahead. All right, James and the Flames RB one season.
1: I love I'm it. So I'm so mad Matt didn't pick him up in any league, bro. That's just. It's not uh, like no. I couldn't no. pick He's him up in any league. Girlfriend. I
0: wanted him in every league. Everybody knew that, and you know, apparently Matt,
1: he was in the, like the ninth round. If you wanted him, you would
0: have gotten him. <laughs> Can so you imagine? Apparently, professing your love for a running back for the last two years um, puts a target on your back. You know?
2: <laughs> no, dude, I wanted him too, and I picked him up in every league I'm with Madden. So, you know. <laughs> um, but I know it's against the Eagles, and I know the Eagles have looked really good. But mm-hmm. um, James, the Flames, is him. Okay, he's a, I'm a goat, eight. and I've been um, you we'll come back from
1: an Achilles, bro. You're him.
2: Yeah, you're him. I saw. I, I labeled him as AP 2.0, Adrian Peterson 2.0. Um, but I don't think that this might be just a shot, and my this is a hate at the Eagles. I don't think the Eagles are them. I mean, their first three games are against some trash teams. And they barely won against the Lions, dude. I mean, they played the Commanders and the Vikings. Vikings on primetime. You know, actually, I won't even give them the primetime thing. Vikings kind of like, they're mid, bro, at best. And um, the Jacksonville Jaguars just torched um, the Chargers, dude. James the Flames had 100, I forgot, 100 yards. Something around there and like a couple of tutties. Oh, one tutty. Oh, Dude, um, he's finna feast, dude. I mean, the Eagles have allowed at least one rushing touchdown every single game. So, I mean, what you you gotta kind of play the odds, and just trust me, I'm on fire. And so is James. The Fl- I can't do it. No, you gotta James. do it.
0: If you're the no. owner now, you know <laughs> James, you do it.
2: the Flames RB, one season. I do it different, dude. More. Tape. All right, all right, I dig it. That's a first. As long as
0: you say it, as long as you say it, you know, it's yeah, yeah. fine with me.
2: That should be his new saying. God, so great. Yeah.
0: All right, wide receiver starts. I'm gonna go with Gabe Davis versus the Ravens. I'm sensing a trend here. It's guys that you wanted to do better but haven't been so far. And I'm gonna pick another one in that. Gabe Davis, <laughs> young boy. You know, in our league, put him on the trade block. <laughs> and when you Bruh. put him on the trade, when you put a player on the trade block, that means you're not happy with them, right? And Gabe Davis has not been doing that well ever since he had the breakout. You know, four touchdowns against the Chiefs, and then he had the Week One touchdown against the rams and now you know he was out week two and then he didn't really do much week three so i wouldn't give up on him i don't think that's the case at all so
2: high-powered offense
0: yeah it's still a high-powered offense josh allen's still gonna sling the ball he's at worst the second option on that team and while i didn't buy into the gabe davis hype you know for the entire season i really like his matchup against the ravens who basically are also last in passing yards right now, allowed per game. Mm. I think that also has to do with a kind of broken down secondary right now. And I think they're giving up the most uh, points to wide receivers so far this season. I really like that against the high-powered Buffalo Bills offense. I would start all of your Bills, especially Gabe right. Davis, you know, if you had it's a, a
1: It's a, it's a get-right week for the Bills.
0: Yeah, they got to. They want to stomp the Ravens, I think. so.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Great game. They're definitely coming with a head of heat, you know. Yeah. Come on. I, I, my, yeah, dude, I'm telling you, bro. My things are spicy, I'll be honest with you. It's never, it never looks good, but you can trust it, okay? I'm going with Greg Dortch. I, don't, I think that's how you say his name. It kind of sounds like yeah, German. Dortch insane. against the Panthers. And I know what you're going to think. The Cardinals, you really want to pick someone from the Cardinals? Yes, I do want to pick someone from the Cardinals, bro, because this is their get-right week, okay? They've been getting clapped recently, bro. I know they just got handed, they got daddied again by the Rams, but, you know, as – um. Uh, mcveigh says they ain't got on uh, on the rams okay they they have stuff on um on the panthers the panthers are trash mid to low team they lost against the giants bro and you know the you always the giants seem to give up a lot of um yards to the secondary player yeah, yeah the the second best wide receiver and then hollywood brown is the first wide receiver
0: you mean the panthers um, the,
2: The Panthers, the Panthers, the Panthers always lock up the the wide receiver one. And then they always let wide receiver two cook like against the Browns. They let people's Jones get 60 or six, you know, and uh, Amari Cooper was held to 17 yards, whatever. And Dorch has been on fire recently, dude. Again, you just got to keep looking up at that uptrend. Last week, he got nine receptions for 80 yards, dude. In PPR, that's 17 points, bruh. And this is against the Rams. And I know the game script might be a little bit different, but again, listen. And if, uh, the, the Cardinals seem to get right, and it's against the Panthers who let wide receiver two pop off.
1: Okay.
0: All right. I like that logic.
1: I like it. I, mean, I like it so much that I picked another receiver on the same team. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I picked Hollywood. Sorry. I mean, Sorry. this is more of just a, I think I, – I'm going he's, he's to He's been double-digit points every week, and he had 20-something last week. He's been getting 14 catches for Hollywood Brown. Doesn't even sound right saying it. Doesn't. Um, but he did it, and I like it. I think Yeah. I mean, I think he's going to have a really good week. He's not really, obviously, it's kind of obvious start, so people are going to be like, "Why oh, you picked the most obvious guy. He's more of a trade target for me. I really like what he's doing, and he obviously still has that chemistry with Kyler from Oklahoma so there's obviously something there and like we told you at the beginning of the year I think Hollywood was one of the players I talked about in one of our pre-draft episodes and I said Hollywood efficient. you know has that connection and this is what the connection means This means you get force-fed when you're getting whooped that's what it does you know when your quarterback's not playing good he's gonna look to his reliable target right now yes. no Hopkins Hollywood is the most reliable option for them it might be a little expensive to trade for but you know Hey, go work some magic, man. That's the fun part about it. Yeah, you, right. you,
2: you, definitely gotta. I think he's very
1: viable. Congratulations on agreeing again on one thing. Hey, um, and we, I think we agree on the next pick for tight end too, right? Oh yes, we, yes, sir. Go ahead. And we. we I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep this short because I'm not in the, you know, in a great relationship with this player right now after he gave my type team a million points it felt like i'm just gonna keep it short you could take it over i'm restarting okay. david Njoku, bruh. straight up dude i
2: mean he he popped off last week and he was being underutilized the past two weeks before that you know i think he had like one reception in both two games a lot mm-hmm. both the games before uh the right. steelers game and right i know it's just um you know jacoby Brissett is always a safe guy and you know Mm-hmm. He's gonna he's gonna go with the safest player, David Njoku, who's just gonna like be a check down for him. And I think that was most of his his yards from check down, and then he just broke pat, broke off. Right. And he's playing and then against he had a
1: touchdown too. Yeah, and
2: he had a tutty. And he's playing against the Falcons, who have allowed I think the second most points to um uh Tight ends. tight ends this 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 season,
1: yeah. Right. So I mean, I, mean, again, I think, uh, what's his name? Stefanski came out and said we really liked the matchup that they had, Nojoku, yeah. against Devin Bush. I'm sure I would like myself against Devin Bush. I thought Devin Bush ass. was
2: elite, I'll be honest Damn. with you. But
1: he was good his first year, and then he tore his ACL and hasn't been able to get back to the level that he was at his first year. Oh. So teams just come out and pick on him now, and yeah. that's what the Browns did against him. And then, and then Stefanski came out and said... Okay, we're gonna use Njoku when matchups are right, and like Matt Gav just said, the matchup is right again this week. The Falcons suck just like the Steelers do against guarding tight ends because <laughs> they don't have a fucking linebacker. Nope. It's just kind of how it works. So yep. we are starting him this week. He's not gonna yep. be a, a every week starter. You know, this is uh, we're trying to find a tight end at the graveyard for a week. And he's he's available in about seventy
2: or twenty sixty two percent of leagues. So you know that's oh, always seventy favorable.
1: to twenty to sixty.
2: <laughs> I, I was trying to figure out the math. I was looking at the I was looking at the wrong person, on the uh, this is on sleeper, rostered rostered percentages, and I was looking at the wrong person at first. So sorry, just kidding. We went okay, to UCSC. Oh,
0: no. <laughs> okay. I'm going to go with that logic. Yes, some the Steelers suck at oh, tight ends. So, I guess I'm going to have to go with Tyler Conklin, the <laughs> New York Jets tight end.
2: How dare
1: you?
0: I found this if guy he on the way get cooked waiver by
1: Conklin. I will not even Cooked watch by football.
2: Conklin, bro. That has to be on a shirt if they win. <laughs> oh my god.
0: It the only thing concerning me is that Zach Wilson might return and ruin everything, but you know, <laughs> Joe Flacco has been targeting uh, tyler conklin has a safety blanket for the last couple of games he has hit double oh. digits in fantasy in ppr every single week just because Joe Flacco will check, get down to him underneath him, and him. he will you know do his thing there's a lot of factors at play here though cj uzoma is coming back after injury he came back last week had one catch tyler conklin he had eight catches right so that's good first of all he was able to beat the uzoma out right but now zach wilson's coming back it's a little bit harder for me to say that he's an absolute start. So if you, if I have to give a second tight end start, and this is based off a of gut feeling, but I said it earlier, Daniel Bellinger of the New York oh Giants. Oh my I god! I like what this guy is doing. I think he's be- getting more and more involved into the offense. He's gonna get even more involved now that Sterling Shepard is out, and I think they're gonna draw he a place nice. for this guy. Yeah, right? he
2: looked nice. Yeah, yeah.
0: There's something brewing there. I don't know <laughs> what, but I'm gonna call my, na- I'm gonna call my shot right now. Just to make sure, right? And then you know I'll yell that I was always right this entire time, and I had complete faith in this guy. But you know, Yo, Conklin, you know Clinger, all of them.
2: Joe Flacco was like top five in passing yards this season.
0: Expect nothing I, less. Top three. From the goat.
2: Can you imagine? So we're talking about quarterbacks, bruh. This is my by far my most spicy sit, or my yeah start sit of this week. He's been getting MVP chance and it kind of looks like it. But again, I told you, don't fall into this this hype, okay? You gotta sit Jalen Hurts against Duval Jacksonville, you know? And listen. Oh man, I'm really putting my foot in like this is hard to really even go against him. Because I really he does look good. But you know, Hurts has been playing trash teams, okay? Of course you're gonna win against the commanders, bro. Redskins, whatever you want to call them. Okay, I'm I'm neither here nor there, but you know, this is against Jacksonville who are coming off of a hot week, and I think this carries on to um this week too. Honestly, they stopped one of the most high-powered offenses, and I think they had did they have Keenan Allen out? Or no. Was he the right? think he Allen might out. come
1: back this week? Yeah, last week they were out though. Oh,
2: okay. Well, either way, this is against the hot like one of those high-powered offenses where it's just if if they can stop Justin Herbert, who's arguably one of the He's better than Jalen Hurts at everything. Mechanic, everything. There's no way you can expect Jalen Hurts to pop off again. If he's not... Okay. I'm going to do the same thing I did with Patty. He's not a sit. He's a fade. Okay? Don't expect him to give him what he's given you the past couple weeks. Because these guys are legit. Um, that new uh, defensive end that they got, Jacksonville. Dude, he's a beast. I forgot his name.
0: Travon Walker.
2: Yeah, Trevon Walker. Bro, he's going to blow you up. I don't know. That, that's just that's that's scary. I really I'm like that. I don't mean. Not, I'm, I'm, gonna, eat, uh, <sighs> I'm eating. I'm eating an Eagles
1: guy, I get it. You know, they <laughs> whooped you, so they're your father now. Oh but, no, no, no.
2: Yeah, that's just straight I, hate.
1: I'm going to go with another young quarterback from the same college team as Hurts in Tua, and I think he's my bench for the week just because I feel like at a certain point you got to come down to earth, and I just believe that Tua this week will just not like you said. I don't know if he's going to be. A complete sit. Actually, I'm. Dying. He's in to sit, bro. I'm. I would Ooh. find a quarterback. Oh no! Right. I'm gonna it's keep it real night. with you. I'm starting golf over Tua. Oh, it's a Thursday See, this night. Is, this is Thursday night. night. Like Thursday it. night games are prime time under games. If you this know, is where Joey shines. People. This is also a get right game for the Bengals, even though it might be like a shootout or maybe a you know 30 to 27 get right game for the Bengals. I just feel like Tua is gonna you know come down to earth a little bit. I think he's due for a pick or two. I just man. and he's playing he's a little hurt now, so there's a little there's a little bit going into all of this. I just feel like you know. Cautious to break on it. Everybody's been so high on him this year, and I mean, deservedly so. I don't want to take away from anything from the first three weeks that he's done; very, very impressive. But right now, I'm I'm fading him, and I, like I said, I'm I'm putting my mouth money where my mouth is. I would start Jared Goff over Tua this week. Sheesh. Well, honestly, I don't think he did great that game. He only had one
2: good game, and it was against Baltimore. Tua. Yeah. That's tough.
0: Okay, I'm gonna go with. A pick that I really hope works, because if not, I will have to cry. (laughs) But it's Matthew Stafford versus the San Francisco 49ers on Monday Night Football. Guys, Matthew Stafford has not been doing great this year in the first place. I don't know if you expected a quarterback one season from him. I think he was in the top 10. He was in the top 10 last year in terms of fantasy quarterbacks. But so far this year, 10 against Buffalo, 20 against Atlanta. 10 against arizona i don't know how you get 10 against arizona didn't they win by a lot they got they blew out the cardinals right Mm -hmm. Uh so that's concerning a little bit to me he didn't get a single touchdown in that game meanwhile let's look at the san francisco 49ers defense so far this season they've allowed 16 points to justin fields five to geno smith and eight to russell wilson right now so it's about nine points per game for the quarterback position, you want your quarterback to be scoring at least twenty points in order to survive your matchup. Meanwhile, let's also look at Stafford's games versus the Niners this season. It's multiple interceptions in both games. Um, at least at, in terms of the regular season, I know he should have had at least two picks in the NFC Championship game. We're not going to talk about that too much. <laughs> Either way, you know, it just does not look like a good matchup for the uh, Stafford. You know, the history is there. He's not looking too well. The Niners are looking good, and he hasn't looked good historically versus the Niners. So that just means that now he's going to destroy us. So, you know.
2: No. Dude, Sid I really I don't like
1: Stafford, but you weren't going to start him anyway. Let's be real. That guy is uh, racist. I benched him in one of my leagues. Yeah. I, re- I really like that pick. Yeah. And
0: I'll go <laughs> yeah, back to the well here for the running back sit of the week. Joe Mixon has not looked good except for week one versus the Steelers. And then I guess it's a Steelers effect right now because, like... He... make any running back look good. Yeah, because... <laughs> and I've been fooled because, you know, against the Cowboys, he didn't look good. So I was like, okay, you know, the Cowboys have a good defensive line. Maybe they got to Joe Burrow. Let's see what he does against the Jets. He does almost worse against the Jets, I'd say. Like, what? I want to say He had he had five points against the Jets. He had nine against the cowboys in half ppr so he did oh he did so much worse at this point point. and he, basically he's trending downward to the point where you know i think someone in our league in our listener league put him on the trade block i put him on the trade block in my league i think it's because, because he I'm, got hurt though yeah well he got he got hurt yes but i've seen the games and that offensive line is terrible right now i don't know how they got worse but they did and he hasn't had a single touchdown so far this season and you know he's been given some red zone snaps he just can't make anything out of it because he basically gets instantly swarmed out there so I don't have any issues with the talent it's mostly about just you know if you can't protect Joe Burrow you can't protect Joe Mixon it is not looking good and this is basically if he doesn't do well against Miami and I think Miami's defense is honestly pretty good at this point yeah like i don't I think that it's gonna be a closer game than people think just because Miami's defense is really you know dumb. I don't know if it's all Tua and I feel like Tua's getting a lot of hype, but you know that defense is pretty solid you know they got burned by Lamar, but you know everyone's getting burned by Lamar right now so you gotta you gotta caution yourself are you really gonna sit are you gonna start a Joe Mixon who might be a little bit hurt? who hasn't been doing well against a pretty hot Miami team on a Thursday night football game? That's the question that I'll have to be contemplating in one of my main leagues.
2: Oh, man, that's a tough one. I don't own Joe Mixon, but I do love him now. I've always loved him, even though he did me dirty a couple of seasons ago. Um, My suit of the Week, oh, God, it just, guys, if there was one week to not listen to me, this is not the week. You got to sit Jonathan Taylor against the Titans, bro. Dude, the Colts don't look right. They pulled off a fluke against the Chiefs, okay? Like and Jonathan Taylor didn't even do that good last last week. He he got 71 yards. He still got a lot of carries, but he only got 71 yards against the Chiefs defense, bro. And they like historically Jonathan Taylor has not done that well against the Titans, okay, dude. The last two games He's had one rushing touchdown. And he's equivalent 140 yards in both games. So he's like 60. Let me just read you. It was 64 yards um, in um, last year in September. And then in, in um, October, it was 70. So, I mean, there it looks like an upward trend, but the coaches don't look right this year. The line, I just...
0: Yeah, the oh, line man, looks it just, bad. It doesn't it, look like... They say it was great. They say it's been... They have a talented offensive line. I have not seen that yet.
2: It, 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 I know on paper it looks good, but Jesus Christ, it, it just, it's not there. It's not there. And against the Titans, who, I guess they're coming back into step. I hate to say it, but they look like they're going to be um, mm-hmm. formidable. I mean, I know their 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 rush defense was pretty good last year. All they do was stack the box, but still, Jonathan right. Taylor and the Colts aren't it this week.
1: Yeah, I like that. Hey, Mac, I'm going to need your help on this one. Oh. My set of the week I is don't know if I can say that. Nope. James, the Flames, RB son Stop. That? No, no, Disgusting. no. no. Now, he's my set of the week for Why? every reason. You gave the reasons. yeah. And no. your reasons for his support. The Eagles defense is clamping on the run game. They got D-linemen out the ass, bro. They could trade three of them and still have the best D-line in the league. Bro, like, they... What they're,
2: Fletcher Cox is right
1: trash, now? bro. I hate the Eagles. I hate, I Cox, hate Philadelphia. Brandon Graham. You guys suck. And then the you guys gotta got to kill yourself. Jordan Davis. He's an absolute monster. Surprise to no one. You know, they're just doing it right over their defensive line purposes. First in the NFC East. Nobody freaking cares, you bums. <laughs> yeah, I, I like it. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I like the bench. I think he's still a good waiver wire pickup. If for some reason he's still out there, get him, stash him, maybe just stash him on your bench anyways this week i don't nah. like it. i think the eagles got a good defense you're gonna have to score points against them kind of takes you away from the run game as much hey hey i'm just putting it out there man I, so one of us is going to be right now
2: i told you the eagles have allowed well okay no the eagles have allowed a, a rushing touchdown every single game
0: mid line it is it's not going to yeah. be start or sit. It's just going to be the exact. <laughs> it's, He's going to get the exact projection.
2: Yeah, this is the one time in the podcast where we were not civil against each other.
0: Uh-huh, oh, one
1: the time. one time. Okay. The one time. Yeah, All just right. this podcast, you know. But All right. So I'm going back to back with the ah, next pick, you're too. You're gripping. These are crazy. And then, hey, Matt, you said it earlier for me, bro. Hey, Matthew Stafford's a bench. You know what that means? You bench Stafford, you got to bench his best friend with him, right? I'm benching <laughs> cup, man. I'm trying to be on my gas stuff. I'm trying to be bold. You, you, know, you really can't stop Cup because of the way that he's schemed open most of the time. But if there were a team in the NFL that could stop the Rams, it's the fucking San Francisco 49ers. This is the smartest and coach. Just, you know, that they're going to stop it, guys. They bring their <laughs> A game, especially off the, the shitter of a game they had against the Broncos. What do I say? They are due. They're coming this week. They're going <laughs> to clamp up. This is a get-right week for their defense. I mean, their defense didn't even play bad. They only gave up 11 points. Yeah. You know? Any other team, you take that and you probably technically, win the game. It really, <laughs> took, it really took Jimmy <laughs> to step out nine. of bounds, bro. Right. Literally, technically nine points. Technically three field goals. <laughs> it's, just, it's just insane to think about. But it is the reality of the situation cup is going to go in i just don't think he's going to be like a complete bench but you know he's going to be projected 22 or 21 or something i think he'd probably be the opposite of that you will have 12 or 11 he's just not gonna like you know get the 17 catches and 140 yards this week at least in my opinion
0: you absolute fools anytime you expect something of us we will do the absolute opposite just yeah, like what Jimmy is, is. sure everybody expects is, you guys That's to the ship a Jimmy the again. G franchise. That's the Jimmy G right. Niners right there, you know.
1: And this is exactly the week that Jimmy G would go off, the Ram week, and you just played like an absolute trash can. Everybody's calling for your job. <laughs> a your trash neck, can. And he's gonna come back, and he's gonna get right. And so that's why it's called the get right week from.
0: we'll, we'll see. Oh
1: no, oh man, I'm. It gets worse
2: and worse, guys. I I keep saying it. You got to sit D.K. Metcalf. And I <laughs> i don't even... I have no explanation for it. I just have a feeling that... You got Geno Smith, bro. He's got can, two football stuff in his nose. Yeah,
1: help me out, dude, because... Dude, there's a guy on Detroit uh, by the name of Jeff Okuda, who has been slept on his whole career. Bro, he's straight so he injuring people. And shat. And now he is now he is that guy right now. Uh, he's been the <laughs> best one of the best corners in the league for three weeks. Obviously it's only three weeks, short sample size, but He did lock you gotta do, he locked up Jefferson. You can't lock up Metcalf. Come on, bro. That's all you gotta know. He clamped, he clamped Jettas, bro. Like, that's impressive. Well, they did double Jettas last week every yeah.
0: single
2: every single Detroit
0: is 25th in passing yards allowed I mean no that that's bad guys yeah but, you know,
2: they're definitely gonna give him the that was my I forgot that was my uh thank you for reminding me of that I was trying to figure out why I put DK Metcalf that was why because they locked up Jetta last week no way the Lions let DK
1: score on them. fact let them know yeah. And, okay, you know, I don't want to sound like I'm just like a, a broken record about this get right week. Not everybody has a get right week. You know, they not going to have a get right week at uh, Darren Waller. I don't know. Oh. he's on. Maybe he's back on crack, but he is not playing good. But wow. He dropped Jesus. pass after pass last week. That was ugly to watch. A Yo, I are felt the, the ugliest team in the league right now. Seriously, what's up with is- Vegas? And it's like if anybody on that team is to get right in a sense, it's not going to be Waller. It's going to be seventeen on the outside. He needs Facts. to get active. He's going to get activated. Why you know aren't what they mean? targeting him in the red him. zone? Right, that's what I'm saying. Like Waller, I it's just kind of for me it's just sort of moving out of the offense, and they're going to figure something out. And if Waller is not going to you know keep doing Waller like things, they got that Mac Hollins guy who's just absolutely tearing and tearing everybody Revival apart Revival Collins yeah. So, I think you know i don't you can't really replace what Adams brings to you, but you can replace what Waller brings, and I think they're sort of doing that now, and obviously uh, I think he's a sip for me this week, and if you can, I would also think about trading him
0: yeah, oh that man sucks. that sucks to hear because I have Waller he did not look good he looked it he got the targets, he just did not do anything with them. he dropped it, mm-hmm. he tried to make this silly one-handed catch instead of actually diving for the ball. It was very... You thought it
2: was George Pickens, huh,
1: dude?
0: It, it just felt hey, like, man. you know, he got his contract and, you know, now he's chilling. Complacent. Yeah, so it's, <sighs> That's it's worrying. It's worrying at most.
2: You
1: know... And this is the
0: most
2: controversial this... one of the day. No, no, no. Definitely the Hurts one because he's been balling out. But Mark Andrews is a sit of... Ooh. Oh, God. I know he's... Oh, man. He's... He's tied in one. He just... He just gave you thirty, I think, last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is the Bills, okay? There's some rational rationality to my my thought process, okay? This is against the Bills, the number one rated defense in the league, I, I believe. Maybe not, but they uh, they look there's a there's a there's a, an eye fact, you know, the eye test. The Bills are them, and I know they're start they're starting their secondary at secondary, but it doesn't matter, dude. If <laughs> see what you did there. That, nice. that was nice. You know that was clever. the bills are straight up in Lamar's face, and he can't get out. he's gonna, He maybe Lamar is gonna run a lot. You know he's gonna be running out the pocket, bro, running to the outside. Maybe the run game is gonna pop off. I don't. But Mark Andrews, he's got to come back down to earth. You gotta, you can't sit him because it's too thin at the tight end. And again, geez, mm-hmm. also you can't sit Waller. It's just don't expect the best. Okay, of the best. let me
1: ask you a question, Gav. You got Najoku and Mark Andrews. Who you starting? You know, I actually have um, George Kittle. Mm-hmm. I would start George
2: Kittle. <laughs> oh, of course, <laughs> <laughs> you got to. Nah, dude. Listen, these are tight end positions. You can't. You can't really sit them. You can only. You can only leave them there and.
0: Uh, take in the, the fact the that week? I
2: told you Mark Andrews is not going to have a good game, and he's going to drop you five points. You're welcome. Wow.
0: If we're gonna get a lot of hate.
2: I yeah, feel. I on the I Twitter like thread, we I roll we out blocked. a Twitter thread of the sits, no, and
0: then I put listen. in you guys' sits, and then I and then I see <laughs> all these people. It's like you absolute idiot. Why no. are you putting Mark Andrews, Darren Waller, but Cooper but Cup, football. Jonathan no. Taylor, <laughs> Jalen Hurts? Yo, but like,
2: last week I was, dude. The past two weeks I've been on one. The only thing yeah. I think I missed was um Rex Burkhead. But yo, I was, I I was. I was living cloud nine, bro. I'll be honest with you.
0: Yeah, let's see if this hot streak continues, Uh, because if not, we are absolutely gonna get uh, again. You know, destroyed. Lose all our credibility. (laughs) I take
2: I take full responsibility this week. I really this one was. I was trying to be spicy. I'll be honest with you. I'm just I'm feeling
1: myself after this last two weeks.
0: Hey, just and They're me, go I'm
1: just—I see Gav succeed, so I was like, "Damn, maybe I'm just yeah. being too you know, conservative this is... <laughs> with my picks." So, <laughs> and no, but look, listen. Last year, I was a straight clown. Can you? Can we all agree? Like, I
2: was.
0: Yeah. I me was do.
2: jinxing people me you. Still into... are, but. <laughs> no, listen. Now my advice is credible.
1: Okay. All well, right. Well,
0: all right. There's a there's a middle ground there, but you know, we'll, we'll that's see. That's you. Yeah.
2: Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, you're stepping on me. But everyone who keeps tw- tweeting at us you're gonna get clout, boy
0: all right we keep receipts yeah we <laughs> we do keep receipts we talk uh, about y'all you
2: can check our string our, our twitter string bro our twitter feed dude Straight rose did a guy to block us but that's not another here another. we won't add him you know
0: we didn't we didn't try to make him block us he just blocked us i, I know, mean how do you how do you make how do you how do you like i don't think we treated anything very poorly no like, dude you know Some people just don't want us. It's okay. Some people just babies. Okay. This is only a podcast if you want to win your league. You know, if you don't want to win
1: your league, it's okay. Like, I understand. You you don't don't have to to listen, dude.
2: Come on.
0: We are absolutely getting clapped on. We're we're (laughs) getting getting clowned. Oh, God. Okay. Well, you know, that is going to do it for our podcast. Be sure to follow us on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon Music, and wherever you get your podcasts to uh, subscribe and listen to all of our episodes, as well as follow our Twitter at Bay Council and our Instagram, sports underscore council, to stay up to date on the latest and greatest of our sports takes. That'll do us for today's episode. But before we sign off, we want to wish a very happy birthday to one of our great Ooh. and storied analysts, Nando, you yeah, know, okay. he couldn't be here happy because birthday. he's obviously celebrating. He's not, you know, doing yeah. a podcast he's right with now.
1: Baker in yeah. the club,
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's with um, he's with this ex, or he's no, I forgot he's not a Browns fan, but he's with yeah. that guy. I forgot his name, Freddie Kitchens. <laughs> no, dude, no, happy birthday, a, Nando. Yeah, Shout happy, out, Nando. Happy
1: birthday, man. To my boy. I know it's a hard life out there for Nando being a diehard Mm -hmm. Panthers fan, bro. Make sure you show No, but listen, they're doing
2: pretty good.
0: One and two? Oh,
2: I thought they were two and one, no? No. No. Oh, sorry. I'm giving you guys too much credit. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Either way, you know, hope you're enjoying life out there right now, Nando. All right. That is going to do it, guys. Thank you for doing it.